0: Son, practice. I was, I was born ready. Not
1: a, not a game.
0: We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Well, playoffs. It, playoffs. They are who we
1: thought they were, <laughs> and we let them off the hook. <laughs> oh, I mean, shit. What? Who, what are we? Where are we? What is this?
0: Uh, blind Manor. What, what
1: day is it? What time is it? It's Sunday. How did I get here?
0: How did I get here? Sorry, what's hap- what's going on? <laughs> Get out of my mind. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh. Bly Manor Part 2. So we're continuing of our review. We're continuing our episode by episode breakdown.
1: There's a little too a little too much to do in in one episode, so yeah. we're doing three. We're doing three. This will be part 2 covering episode 4, 5
0: and 6. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Starting naturally with episode seven. So here we go.
1: Here we go. Um, Two Faces part two.
0: (laughs) Is that the actual name of episode seven or of episode... (laughs) No, that's the actual name of episode seven. I was going to roll with it.
1: Because the last one we did was Two Faces part one. So that actually would
0: flow well. Episode three. But But we're actually starting with with episode four. What is episode four called?
1: It's called The Way It Came. The Way It Came. And it was terrible.
0: That's a fitting name for the episode. It's... yeah, pretty terrible. Not great. Um.
1: So this one is all about learning the history behind the the guy with the glasses, the the specter haunting Danny. Yes. In the mirrors, mm-hmm. basically the setup. They sh- they kind of show that she was engaged to her childhood boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She wasn't really. <laughs> In it anymore? Into it, yeah. She had kind of. She was just kind of going along with it because of the way that their families had just right. accepted that it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, again, spoilers. She breaks up with him at dinner one night. Yes, and when they're already engaged. When they're already engaged, like <sighs> days away from getting married. From the mi- yeah. And um, they get in a fight. They go out to their car. Mm-hmm. Dude gets out of the car. And is very quickly and subsequently hit by a
0: truck. That murders, that kills him, obviously. Because, you know, if you get hit by a truck that's going at a certain speed, which this one was, you, there's not a good probably chance. probably doesn't
1: even have to be going that fast, if we're honest. Uh, yeah, Not honestly. that I want to get into it.
0: Not that I would want to, like, test it or anything. No.
1: But, so that w- <laughs> right before the dude is hit by a truck, his glasses light up from the and headlights. Glow from the headlights. And that is the image that Danny keeps seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we find out that she could have just got rid of the glasses and she
0: would have been fine. Would have been fine. Like the glasses I don't are know. like the source of the. This
1: was a letdown. First of all, it was very predictable. Yeah, like super predictable. As as soon as they started fighting in the car, I was yeah. like, "Oh, he's about to get he's hit about by to a truck." Get out and get like, hit it's by, gonna happen. Yeah. I think you the, could
0: see it coming a mile away. The imagery is cool. Like when the truck's coming and it like turns his glasses completely You're yellow sick. like that's some like it's some shocking imagery and it, it works it's effective but yeah it, yeah the whole the whole culminating storyline there is just super disappointing and then yeah the way she gets rid of it like you know these other people are like throwing bones into a fire because um the the Cohen's owens Owens mom, owens mom dies. dies
1: danny decided to not go to the funeral yes because she's I mean nobody really likes to be around death and funerals, but yeah. she is rightfully not wanting to be there. She's also right. has zero connection to Owen's mother. Right. Not to yeah. try to be cold hearted or anything. She's but only, she had no obligation to be
0: she hasn't been there that long. They
1: made a pretty big deal out of it. Like it was this mm-hmm. big thing that she was gonna make the decision to not go to the funeral, but why right. would she be there in all reality? Yeah,
0: she's really new into this like group of people.
1: And so I guess it was so Danny's Danny's boyfriend or fiancé, well, Danny's ex. Ex-fiancé. <laughs> Danny's ex dies like right before she is, well, she decides to leave on the trip shortly after. Shortly after he dies. It's he, very soon after. His mother brings her the glasses, mm-hmm. and that's kind of when all the hauntings start. Right. And um, so we that part of the timeline is kind of important to know how quickly all these events transpired. Right, right. Um, but... Um. really, it doesn't really add anything to the story. And after that point, yeah. we don't even see that that ghost, that glowing specter, as they yeah. call
0: it. Yeah, she, she burns the glasses in the fire. And we don't see it ever and, again. And it's just gone.
1: And we're in episode four. One of the biggest mysteries was why she was being hunted. Mm-hmm. And it's all just resolved in this
0: episode with right. really no direction. It was just kind of, it was just such a, it, it was almost too simple. Like the, I don't know, it just seemed like such a clean cut and dry storyline. Mm-hmm. And like the only positive I can really take out of it is the fact that it's just, it's, gone, it's done now. Like we don't have to worry about that anymore and we can focus especially on especially because important it was important
1: things. Especially because it was kind of unimportant. It was kind of disappointing. Yeah. I guess if we're going to have to get it over with. Like I'd rather do it there in episode four than waiting until episode nine and like acting like it's some big reveal when it's really not. I I
0: would still rather it have been more intriguing and a little more I don't know, I guess deep. Yeah. But it it just I don't know. Maybe it's because they set it up poorly, but I just for me it was really it really was just kind of the most disappointing plot line of the whole the whole season. Yeah. Uh, And it, it really made episode four kind of the only good parts to episode four were like the stuff between Owen and Hannah, like the conversations between and them because they're
1: going to be important later on. Right. And it's this kind of same, the setup idea that we were talking about for episode one mm-hmm. where yeah. it's, it didn't really seem like much at the time, but it's going to be important moving forward. Right. right. Um, which we'll get to in just a minute. Um, and actually I was mistaken um, in episode two where I thought that, or was it episode two or three? Um,
0: uh, what were you thought? What 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 do you think it?
1: What <laughs> what did I think it?
0: What were you thinking?
1: <coughs> um, man. In one of the episodes that we already talked about, I thought that there was the scene where the kids saved Danny from noticing, um, the lady in the lake as she's walking through the house. Mm, that mm. was actually in this episode. Oh, um, okay. When, when I thought before they were trying to stop her from seeing the ghost of Peter Quint. Gotcha. So that was a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, This one actually does um, Danny is, is sleeping, I think. Um, like out on the couch or something like that. And Flora uh-huh. has told her many times to not leave her room <laughs> to at not, night. Right, don't leave but your room. At yeah. the end of this episode, Flora wakes up and notices that the faceless doll is in the dollhouse. Oh,
0: um, Rather okay. than under the dresser under where the she dresser. tries to keep it. Right. And
1: so then her and Miles have to go um, prevent Danny from seeing that faceless ghost right. wandering okay. the hall. So it's actually okay. this episode, and that kind of tied back to... Um, to flora um and her kind of visions over the house mm-hmm. and how her dolls kind of play into it right um and because she saw the faceless doll in the dollhouse um and then miles and, and flora go out into the hallway and are making up some story about flora having a bad dream or something right, like that right. to try to dist- distract danny from this ghost that's yeah wandering the halls right right
0: what else i mean what else of note happens in episode? that's the thing yeah, it I, was a very, in the end, a very. It kind of satisfying. So
1: in it started with Hill House, but in in Hill House and in this one, every character kind of gets their own episode where yeah. they mm-hmm. explain why they are the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, this was Danny's, and it was. It, I don't know. It just seems so unimportant, so pointless. Like her story does not carry
0: much weight. It just play. It just. It was just. It just played out so weakly. It's. Too. It's. Like, it's kind
1: of strange because she is the protagonist, but yeah. in the way she's kind of a secondary character to the story. Yeah. Um. Whereas <laughs> what would be traditionally called the secondary characters are a lot more interesting and have a lot more depth than right. she has. Right. And it feels like four. We wasted an entire episode on a part of the storyline that. Will not matter moving forward.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. The thing that feels so weak about it is it just yeah, it just ends. It's it's yeah. This whole the the whole reason why she's running is just kind of is kind of wrapped up. Not even halfway through the season,
1: right? And it, it kind of it gets like, rid of the mystery, and not only that, but the the mystery was really nothing satisfying. It was, yeah,
0: it was just yeah, it just didn't feel
1: like they could they could have. Other than giving kind of the, the scary images of mm-hmm. her seeing this ghost, yeah, they could have accomplished the same by just explaining that she had a boyfriend that died and that's what she was running from. They right. don't even have to ex- like show this story. We could figure out for ourselves that her boyfriend who died is the ghost that's haunting her. Mm-hmm. If they would have just explained that she had a boyfriend that died yeah, and that's why she came to England, really it should not have required more than five minutes of screen time. Yeah. Like it, it it doesn't take much. Right. They could have even done the whole thing in, and like, it's cliche. They could have done it in like a dream or something, just something. That's true. They didn't have to give it the time that they gave it. And it kind of wasted an episode to be honest. It
0: could have been in the first episode. Like that's how the season could have started. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you, you dive into, you know, you dive into the, you dive into him actually haunting her and. You know her trying to to overcome her sexuality problems throughout the rest of the season, as yeah. opposed to it just it felt it was it just kind of choppy. It, it was really a really choppy way to kind of throw that whole story arc into the season. Yeah, but the good thing about the end of episode four is it leads into episode five. Is it leads into episode five? In <laughs> episode five is Hannah Gross's episode, and theres there's so much depth to her character and rightfully so. And this episode is one of the most just trippy almost like you really have to sit down and and do nothing else when you watch this episode because you will miss so much because so much happens in the 50 minutes. You'll of miss this, a lot and it's episode. also
1: so important to the rest of the story. You right. have to understand episode five and Hannah's story in order to understand everything else that has happened right. um, throughout the show, and that will happen and going forward. Right, exactly. Um, and so um, we kind of go back and forth between several different timelines in this, mm-hmm. and some of them are real and some of them are not. Right. Um, and we don't really understand what's going on. We we see mm-hmm. that she is um, she's interviewing Owen, right? In a lot of these scenes, is that this episode? Yes,
0: yeah. Owen. Yeah, she's interviewing Owen, and for... it keeps
1: going. So she, it's it's showing her story, everything mm-hmm. that's going on with her, yeah. and then it just jumps to her interview with Owen, and she keeps yeah. asking him, "Why are we doing this again?" Right. And he says, "Because we have to." And then they start talking, mm-hmm. and and it's over and over and over, and we don't really understand. Right. Um. She starts repeating where she's at and what year it's in, and mm-hmm. and it's all it's all kind of confusing. Right. Um. It's also where she voices her in the flashbacks voices mm-hmm. her disapproval of
0: Peter Quint of Peter Quint yeah the uh the scene with Owen kind of becomes like i think it's like the the moment in time she chooses as like like square one mm-hmm. like it's a moment she knows she'll always remember maybe or yeah. it's like the it's like the first time she met Owen and the she and Owen have a, you know an established connection to each other that they've kind of detailed in the first four episodes. Yeah. So it makes sense that like the first time she meets Owen would be the time in her mind that she feels like most comfortable going back to, to kind of like try and remind her of why her mind is going all of these places at once. Right. And what's
1: interesting later on, we see the same type of flashbacks um, with Flora but Flora's is Mm -hmm. jumping to all kinds of different past events and past periods of time. Right. Whereas Hannah is always returning to that same moment. Right. Um, And I don't really know. It kind of leaves some up to the viewer imagination Mm -hmm. as far as when she starts at that point, is she reliving everything from that point forward or is that more of just like a flashback and then she's back to reality. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the, um, when she's kind of repeating all that information about who she is, where she's at, what time it is type thing. Yeah. That kind of reminded me of the, the tokens in inception where it's kind of mm. telling her what's real and what's right, not. Right. But also kind of that constant reminder of like, this is the information that you need. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if she doesn't know if she's in a flashback or a dream or if she's in, current time right and she's having to remind herself so that she know that so that she can act like how she's supposed to act right if she does happen to be in real life but she's very confused as to if
0: she is or not Mm -hmm. yeah i think she's confused too to whether or not and kind of what you said like if she's actually living through this moment again like like and everyone around her is going, you know, is moving forward on the timeline, mm-hmm. right, in a straight line, and she's like jumping back, but she's still jumping back into herself, into as opposed to like, like with with <laughs> Flora when she jumps back, she knows she's just in a memory, and the people around her tell her, "You're in a like this is a memory," right? You're and n- she even you're not tells them that she again.
1: doesn't like it, she doesn't want to keep doing that, right, right.
0: Um, and that's one of my favorite parts about this whole episode with Hannah is even by the end you don't really know because mainly because all of the scenes with owen owen in that moment knows because owen is a we know that owen is in her mind like an imagine like is an interpretation of him in her mind because of the things he says to her he is kind of all knowing right
1: when she's with him in those memories but
0: in all the other scenes we're not Really sure because no one ever kind of tips their hat to the idea that they know they're not. This is like a, in a this is Hannah's imagination or if it's an actual moment in time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the one of the most important parts of this um this whole episode is the uh the scene with Peter. Yeah. After he um he's told um the first um au pair what's her name Rebecca Rebecca he's told Rebecca you know. We're going to go away. I have figured out how we can get out of here, all this stuff. And um, we get through, you know, through Hannah's eyes, how he wakes up or he, he wakes up the kids and they come out as he's leaving. And they're like trying to get him to go back inside, not to go. And then that's when the lady in the water,
1: the lady of the lake, the lady
0: of the lake, sorry, takes him and effectively kills him. He does she does. She does. Kills him and then he be he becomes a ghost. This is the first time we know that we've figured out that Peter is actually he every time we've seen him in the past in the three episodes prior, mm-hmm. he has been a ghost.
1: Well, and it's it's especially important in this episode as well because mm-hmm. later on in the episode, <clears throat> um, in one of her memories, yeah, Owen tells Hannah that something is wrong with Miles. And that's Mm. our first kind of introduction into this idea that the ghosts can sort of possess, I guess, these other, the people who are not yet dead Mm -hmm. um, and kind of take control of their body. And then later on, Hannah is following Miles out into the woods and sees him talking to the ghost of Peter Quint.
0: Yes. And that's also the moment where um, Peter Quint possesses Owen. Miles. Miles. Damn it. Peter Quint possesses Miles. Yeah. And Miles pushes Hannah down the well. Yes. And kills her. And the ghost of Hannah stands there and watches mm-hmm. real life
1: Hannah die at the bottom of the well.
0: And this is where our first episode.
1: And that's where Danny meets Hannah. So we yes. find out that it was within minutes yes. that Hannah died. When Danny got there, it was very recent in it the was whole like storyline. Yeah,
0: like it happened basically as she was pulling up into the driveway, right, of the manor.
1: But it also explains so well why Hannah seems so distant yes. from Danny from the very beginning because mm-hmm. of what she just witnessed. Right, and she's trying to process all the stuff that just happened to her, and also like, why am I still
0: here? Right, type right. thing. And I th- honestly, I think, I think every time she's like. You, we have a scene with Hannah and she like doesn't know where she was is because she's reliving all of these moments to try and remember I'm dead, something's wrong with Miles, or she's trying to remember I'm dead, Miles is possessed, and Flora could be next. Like that's, yeah. that's why she keeps having like these off, like those moments where she's just staring away into nothing because, well, for one, she's a ghost, and two, she's trying to remember how she got there. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think every, every time we see that she is reliving this entire episode in those moments throughout the season where she's like trying off. to put it all together. Yeah. Yeah. So like, she's trying to put it all together. Spending the time we spent in this episode is what's happening to her every time in every other episode that we see her off in her, you know, in her head.
1: Right. And that's, that also, again, ties into why she keeps having to verbally remind herself who she
0: is. Basically. Right. right.
1: Um, because she's reliving it constantly
0: This also It really adds kind of to the The tragedy of her story And Owen's story mm-hmm. Like Because you know this whole time for, Throughout the first four episodes Owen's trying to like get her out And like Do and do stuff with her Basically right. right? And you can tell that she Has this desire to do so But like for some reason Feels tied down and we, we
1: learn why in and, this episode. And then it keeps revisiting it, though. Yeah. Where where Owen, they're sitting at the bonfire mm-hmm. and he says something about going to Paris with him. Right. And he gets up and leaves and mm-hmm. cannot like she can't go with him. And no matter how hard she tries, she wants to leave with him and she, and she can't. Can. Yeah. Um But Owen is not a ghost. And so he can freely leave Bly Manor. And that's kind of explained right. in, the later in the later episodes that we'll get yeah. to. Um, so why don't we start with episode six now? Okay. Um, episode six kind of shows us why Henry, the uncle mm-hmm. is important to the whole storyline. Yeah.
0: Cause we learn, we learn, this is the episode where we learn that Flora is his,
1: is Henry's daughter. Yes. Yep. That we he also, had
0: with his brother's wife.
1: Right. While his brother <sighs> was gone. Which is br- brutal. Which, which. Explains a lot of stuff. Yes. It explains why he's so distant from the kids, why he doesn't want to be the one to take care of them. He wants to bring in an au pair. Mm -hmm. And throughout the show, they kind of reiterate the fact that he is not involved in their lives. He Mm -hmm. will maybe send them gifts, but he doesn't want to be contacted about the kids unless it's a true emergency. Right. Um, Right. He doesn't want to be part of their lives. And this kind of explains why we also meet his alter ego
0: yeah that's what's he what he's haunted by which is the which most is himself like, the most evil version of himself yeah and let me tell you i wish we had spent more time with his character because the way they set that up in the way his alter ego acts in the way he they interact with each other is so interesting to me yeah it was done so well and it just sucks that this is really kind of the only episode where we get that
1: yeah and it's, it's kind of the opposite of in episode four with Danny's fiance that died. Mm-hmm. Whereas that was kind of wrapping up what should have been a theme that was explored the entire show. Right. And in a disappointing way. Mm-hmm. This was starting a brand new kind of idea in the in the show Mm -hmm. that i wish would have been there the entire time right and and we could have had more time to explore i mean
0: technically it has been there. like this i imagine his alter ego has been haunting him the entire time but we weren't
1: introduced to it until until, this late
0: until what is episode six right Yeah. yeah and i mean henry thomas i think is the actor himself he's been in he's now been in he was in hill house and he was in um uh, Ouija origin of evil. He's been in a lot of Mike Flanagan, uh, content like movies and shows for the past couple of years. Uh-huh. He's had, he's had a real kind of rebrand with Mike Flanagan. He really didn't do much. Like he is, he is E.T. He's yeah. uh, Elliot and E.T. He, E.T. He's not, he's not E.T. But he was, could you imagine
1: w- replace every scene that he's in with just a little tiny alien walking around? That would have <laughs> made for good TV.
0: That would have been interesting. So <laughs> but like he was he was made famous for e t for being in an e t and then basically until now, he hasn't done anything major or well known, and to kind of see him continue his kind of path of resurgence mm-hmm. in all of these Flanagan features is really, really cool, but I feel like his character was kind of undervalued in this season almost, like not like. The storyline he has is very, very good, but I feel like it could have been expanded on a little more.
1: I think it could have been expanded on, but we also can't compare him to the dad in Hill House. We can't No 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 and I'm not we have, to, we not have trying to completely to separate And I'm him not I'm not from, doing that at all. Right, but I'm saying him as an actor yeah. is not always going to have those extensive roles. That's true. So it's it's not I, I get what you're saying about his character could have been explored a little bit deeper but i'm i'm saying that we can't we can't expect that every role he has is going to be expanded upon like that
0: yeah and this could also be a product of the fact that our main character just is not interesting enough to warrant all the time she gets correct yeah absolutely and it, it makes me feel like man i really wish like i wish owen had gotten a little more time well, owen, i wish and henry owen had gotten really a little got more time owen
1: never really got his episode so to speak. he didn't know there was nothing there was nothing super interesting about his character as far as as it relates to the haunting of Bly Manor right, um, right. his character had a lot of depth and his character mm-hmm. was you know entertaining t-
0: I mean, t- and he was tied to Hannah which, he was tied to know. Hannah but yeah. I
1: wish I wish they would have explored Orin, Orin, uh, orange 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 you glad I didn't say
0: banana oh my holy I'm God. sorry that's the s- I'm so sorry you know sorry. what you know what that's strike two Stop it. You've got one more. What was my first strike? I don't know. You apologized earlier though for something dumb yeah, you said. Yeah, I did. I can't remember what it was, I but I but
1: I also said that you should replace the uncle in Bly Manor with ET, so I think I should be out. <laughs> that's what you but that's what that's what it
0: was. So that's one that was strike one there.
1: Okay. Well, we better wrap it up then. What what
0: I, what I love about 5 and 6 is it explores characters that it explores them in such great ways. Because the intrigue was there at the start and we finally kind of almost get to them, if that makes sense. Like it it takes till five and six to actually get to their characters and kind of expand on them a little more. Uh huh. But each I mean, these are probably two of my favorite episodes, but they each left me feeling wanting more knowing that we could have spent more time with these two and with Owen. Right. As opposed to
1: another point I wanted to make, too, is. Part of what's what's lacking in Danny's storyline and with Henry, the uncle's storyline, mm-hmm. is their interactions are so shallow and their interactions, they well, they hardly interact at all. Yeah, um, It could have been so much better trying to tie them into the story um, because Danny was our main character, mm-hmm. but they chose not to... Um, they chose not to use her when it came to these other characters' storylines, right? And that might be why we're so much more interested in these secondary storylines, because they they made the choice to let Danny just be her own without much connection to the other the other three or right, four. Right, right. There's so characters.
0: much, yeah. There's so much more interweaving of character with everyone but Danny, really. Yeah. in the end.
1: And so we also get, um, in this <clears throat> episode. We learn more about Flora's dream hopping. Yes, um, we kind of see how that's affecting her, and it's similar to to Hannah's, mm-hmm. but it's a bit different. Um, but we also see Flora um, talking to Rebecca's ghost, mm-hmm. um, and then Danny yes, yeah. also witnesses Rebecca's ghost mm-hmm. um, and tries to escape Bly Manor with Flora. Right. Um and then on the way out is chased down and knocked unconscious by who you could reasonably assume was Miles possessed by Peter Quinn. Right, right. Um and she's trying to save Flora from this mm-hmm. Yeah. Um this whole situation.
0: Right. It's kind of the it's kind of the final moment, it's kind of the climax almost mm-hmm. of the series. Like the last three episodes are when the sinister stuff really kind of kicks into gear. Yeah. This, and
1: this increases the intensity quite a bit.
0: Right. Right. Episode six does a great job of kind of detailing where, you know, how um, Henry got to where he is with why he's so, you know, separate and why he had, wants nothing to do with the children. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a great kind of, you know, a, a, a brother who, cheats on his on his uh or who's the cheater with his brother's wife right it's i don't know it's just a it it just kind of adds an extra layer of depth to his character
1: well it adds a layer of guilt to his character which which
0: adds so much to him it makes the guilt he has seem so worthwhile yeah because if you were to do something like that in real life that would probably make you feel pretty damn guilty. And then that also
1: explains the phone calls that we've been trying to figure out the entire time. Right. Is he is calling in hopes that Flora will answer. Mm -hmm. And anytime she doesn't, he just hangs up the phone. Right. And so, and that's kind of been a recurring theme throughout the movie or throughout the show. Yeah. um, Is those empty phone calls that we really don't get any explanation of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, You know, what's another Another one of the scariest, I think, or at least it's not scary. It's just creepy yeah. um, moments of the show also comes in this episode where um, Flora. I think it's in this episode where Flora mm. puts the um, the toy face on the faceless boy that she. Oh, meets, yeah. And it's just standing there with this like cracked and broken face with no eyes and no mouth. And mm-hmm. it's just super freaky. Yeah, like some of the 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 scariest moments are Flora interacting with the faceless
0: ghost. With the faceless ghosts, yeah. Throughout the entire season,
1: and so that was another. And that was just a that the faceless boy wasn't necessarily scary, but just that image was one right. of the scariest,
0: very unsettling portions. Portions. imagery. Yeah, 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 and For just sure.
1: real strange, and kind of shows, kind of shows that Flora is maybe the most innocent among everybody in the house right she is she's not afraid by what she's seeing but Mm -hmm. she also is trying to humanize these ghosts and she's trying to make connections right she's trying to protect the other people in
0: the house even though she might not really understand what's Mm -hmm. going on she's she's the most innocent and the most connected yeah which i i mean yeah i think looking back flora's character she does so much with the house but it's also subtle Mm-hmm. That you kind of don't realize how involved she was until you get into these later episodes and realize, man, yeah. she did it. There was a lot going on with her character and with what was going on in the house. Yeah, I agree. So the this block of three, like I said, I think at the start, the f- fourth episode, probably my least favorite and the most disappointing. But then five and six, man, they ramp it up perfectly to set up the final, the kind mm-hmm. of, the kind of uh, the final three episodes and kind of the, the culminating events of the final three and episodes. And I'm, ex- I'm
1: excited to talk about those. I think I, I thought that to. seven, eight and nine were the best. Oh yeah. Of, of the entire show. Easily,
0: especially in terms of just like pacing and fluidity and seven, how eight, well it flowed.
1: It, it's frustrating because they're so good. Yeah. But because they are light years ahead of all the other episodes. I would agree. Like it showed how much potential the show had and right. why it didn't quite meet it. And we will right. talk about yeah. that,
0: but seven, eight and nine are great because they, I think if you were able, if you could rebrand the first four episodes and then take five and six as they are at their face, because I think those are great episodes. Yeah. They're just, you know, they're again they're kind of more of like setup episodes Mm -hmm. but they exist so late in the season that it it seems like by the time we get to them we're like man I really wish I'd already seen this if you could take the first four episodes and retool them better I think it would make the whole show the show as a whole feel a lot better than and we'll we'll get into that a little more but I am very excited for those three I loved episodes five and six purely because I was so interested in the two characters they dive into
1: but four was your least favorite Probably. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, one, two and three are fine and then four was like, oh man, we really need to we need to get something else going here. Yeah.
1: All right, well, All right. we will uh, we will continue on. We'll have one more episode um, of the Bly Manor discussion mm-hmm. um, covering episodes seven eight and nine. that'll kind of wrap it up for us. Um, if you watched to this point, um, let us know what you think. Um, also just let us know what you think about our um, about these episodes. You don't have to comment on our comments. We just want to hear thoughts on yeah. all the movies and shows that we talk about anyway. Yeah. Um, but thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, if you are listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, make sure you also um, subscribe to our YouTube channel at Front Row Seats. Mm-hmm. If you are watching us on Front Row Seats, do the opposite. Um, <laughs> you know? Do the opposite? Do <laughs> What? Do the... Subscribe to those other three.
0: You know what? You know what, Don? I could have
1: just said them again because now I've taken up enough time to have just said it again.
0: You know what? This is the worst outro you've done, and for that, this is Strike 3. Strike 3? Cut the video. No, don't. (laughs) (laughs) You can't can't do that. I'm telling myself. I'm telling myself. Cut the video. You can't fire me. You can't fire me. I am this channel. uh, So next time. So next time.
1: We'll start with uh, the Two Faces Part 2, which is actually Part 7 whereas part 1 was part 3. So check it out.
0: We're so dumb. Yeah, but am I wrong? No, not technically. Technically no, you're not wrong. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Strike 3. We'll see you guys. That's strike 4. We'll see you guys next time. I might not. Well, yeah, he might be replaced. The next, <laughs> I'm just going to call the next person be, Better Dom.
1: <laughs> now it's just going to be front row seat, and it's you. <laughs> I'm going to be
0: behind the camera. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to be relegated to just producing and being behind the camera. <laughs> okay, oh, well,
1: that's, All it. Right. that's enough of that.
0: That's done. That's it. <clears throat>